Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from America's finest city, it's the John Cantera Show. Now, here's the coach, John Cantera, on 97.3 The Fan. Hour number two on a Friday. Coach John Cantero with you to 3 o'clock, and uh, Gwen and Chris will be at it. I saw Chris Ella wandering around right now, printing off uh, all his notes, uh, getting ready for the big show coming up uh, 3 to 6 tonight. And then, of course, the uh, Padre pregame show gets underway at uh, 610, and first pitch tonight at 710. The uh, John Cantero Show brought to you by our good friends at the Eric Paredes Save a Life foundation and uh we appreciate their uh, sponsorship uh here on 97.3 the fan uh, thanks again to chad finn the uh, columnist for the boston globe uh, sharing his thoughts on uh the uh, boston red sox and uh, i had a slip in a question about the the patriots and tom brady i i've never had the opportunity to to be in a press conference with brady i'd like to really kind of know what he's like and hopefully uh, chad uh, cleared that up a little bit for me and maybe for you as well uh, and he's been doing that radio show for a number of years, and you'll hear little bits and clips here and there uh, throughout the course of the week when he does it. But uh, Brady, man, what a career! And uh, man, he's had an unbelievable career. And you know, you just kind of wonder how long is he going to hang in there? How long is Belichick going to hang in there? We're going to get to more NFL here in just a couple of minutes, but I do want to get back uh, to my uh, questions today. Do you think the Red Sox are going to go head hunting Manny Machado tonight? And uh, do you think uh, Padre uh, fans are selling their tickets to the Red Sox fans so they can come in and boo Manny Machado tonight? Give me your thoughts on that. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Reminder, uh, Coach's Corner going to be coming up. We uh, move that. And also, we got Bench the Coach. So if you want to be a contestant today on uh, Bench the Coach, and uh, once again today, we've got tickets to give away for Monday night's ball game at Petco Park between our Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Again, bench the coach coming up here uh, in the next uh, 45 minutes. 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And I would also throw this out there right now to Boston Red Sox fans. Maybe you're listening to our uh, radio program for the very first time. Uh, how are you going to react if you're going uh, to the ball game tonight? If you're in town, you're a Boston Red Sox fan, you got your shirt on, you're down in the gas lamp, throwing down a couple of cold ones right now, getting ready to head out to Petco Park here in a few hours. How are you going to resp- respond to Manny Machado tonight? Love to hear from you. Richard and Hillcrest, you kick off hour number two with Coach John Cantera on 97.3 The Fan. How are we doing? Hey, Coach. How are you today? Uh, doing real well, uh, Richard. Thanks for uh, hanging in there with me. No problem, Coach. So you had a take on Manny that I want to get back to you real quickly. I think over his 10-year career, barring injuries, obviously, he's capable of 35 home runs a year. I think he can drive in definitely 100 RBIs a year. I think he's capable of scoring 60 runs, at least minimum, a year. And I think with his leadership and the composition of the team coming up, they should be able to win four division championships, and with that, at least, at least one World Series, if not two. What do you 
Well, I hope uh, you're a prophet, and if you are, I'm going to give you a big hug and a big kiss, I can tell you that. If we could uh, do that kind of uh, work over the next uh, few years here in San Diego, I mean, I'd be dancing in the streets on a nightly basis, Richard. Well, then get ready to start dancing, Coach, and I think it's possible. I uh, think it really is, and I'm hoping so. Well, if these prospects turn out to uh, what uh, people think, uh, uh, baseball people think they could turn out to, uh, we could have a lot of fun here, but again, you know, we're in the, the growing stages and, quite frankly, at times, the painful stages. That's okay. Pain will turn into gain in the long run. We'll see, Coach, definitely. Hope to see you next week at the Dodger game. All righty, Richard. Hey, thank you very much for the phone call. Boy, uh, Richard, uh, overly optimistic right there. No question about it. That opens up a, a free phone line right now at 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. I want to hear from you fans about Machado. You know, is Machado going to get thrown at tonight? Is he going to get booed off the field in his home ballpark? Somebody give me an opinion on this. Jake in Pacific Beach, Manny versus the Red Sox. Jake, welcome to 97.3 The Fan. How are you today? Hey, Coach. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you as well. You going to the game tonight? No, I can't make it this weekend. I'll be at the game on Tuesday for the Dodgers series at golf night. Great. Um but but I'll be watching the game all weekend, and I don't think they'll throw at Manny. You know, I think they have enough new players where I don't think they'll really retaliate. But if they do, I hope I hope Green doesn't pull some some chicken stuff and and doesn't retaliate back. I can't help but think of that, you know, Rizzo situation a couple of years ago. It kind right. of brings me back to you know. But I I don't think they'll I don't think uh, they'll retaliate or or do anything like that i'm sure there'll be a bunch of booze and and i'm sure these padres will sell their tickets i hope they don't but i'm sure they will um you know that's how it goes when you get a big market ball club like the boston red sox coming in well i would agree with you 100 percent. and i mean you you sell the uh, three game package depending on what you sell it for you can put a nice down payment on uh, probably next year's season tickets. And, you know, we see that not only in San Diego. That happens other parts of the country. I mean, we're sitting in San Diego talking about that today. But, you know, for so many years, I mean, whether it's the Giants or the Dodgers, uh, now Boston or if the Yankees came in, you know, one of the big market teams, even the New York Mets, sometimes they have actually taken over the ballpark. And, and, and that's frustrating. When I sit in the press box and I watch all those uh, people and, and I give them credit. They come out and they support their ball club. But when I'm watching them on top of the uh, dugout on the third baseline, and there's a whole section of those fans, uh, among others, uh, uh, people in other parts of the ballpark, wearing the opposing colors, it kind of sad to me a little bit that the Padre fans and baseball fans of San Diego can't outnumber those fans. And there have been nights where, boy, it's almost 50-50. All right, Jake, thank you very much for the phone call. I appreciate that. Hey, I also want to remind everyone, coming up in the next 30 minutes, you, you want to listen to your name to be called uh, because you'll be the uh, biggest fan today. You can win a pair of tickets to see the Padres host the Dodgers this coming Monday, August 26th, plus a pair of football tickets to the Rose Bowl when Oklahoma takes on the UCLA Bruins. You'll also be entered into our grand prize drawing for a two-night stay at the Flamingo Hotel on the Vegas Strip and tickets to see Paula Abdul's new show. Make sure you sign up right now at 97.3thefansd.com 
slash biggest fan to enter. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We're going to get to our NFL uh, uh, takes here in, in just a couple of minutes, but I'm going to get these phone calls while we have them. So if you're out and about and want to dial me up today, Ed and Mira Mesa, thanks for waiting. You're on with Coach John Contreras. Ed, happy Friday to you. Hey, Ed. So um, about the Red Sox and the Manny Machado, um, I don't think they're going to be thrown at them. I don't think they're going to be headhunting. I think uh, it's been too long to do that. Uh, there's an expiration date on that. I think you want, if you're going to do that, you should do it right away. And I think it's been three years or over three years. So well, it was 2017 uh, when he slid into second base and it tore up Pedroia's knee. You know, I don't know if there's an expiration date on this because you effectively ended – uh, a former American League MVP's career. And, and there are a lot of guys in that dugout that remember that. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to go after him tonight or tomorrow, or maybe they won't go after him, but uh, there is still a lot of bad blood between them. And who's to say that one of those pitchers may not slip a little bit? Yeah, I don't think that it was his in Manny's intention to end his career. I think that's just a bang-bang play, and plays like that happen a lot more often, obviously, back in the day. Not so much this uh, recently, but so I don't think I don't think they're going to throw at him. That's just my opinion. I don't think they're going to throw at him. Um, I think it's been too long. I think it's been too long. Okay, Ed, let me ask you this. I'm going to come back at you the other way. If they do throw at him, how should the Padres retaliate, or should they? they? Yes, right away. You don't wait around two, three, four years. You you do it right away. Next inning, like I don't think you should wait on that. All righty. And as far as the and as far as the booze, um, I think obviously in San Diego there's a lot of um, other teams fans, and the, from the Red Sox come in, there's like a lot of Red Sox fans. So obviously there's going to be prob- probably some booze, which is okay, that's fine. But uh, it would be nice for you know the pad- the Padre fans to show support and cheer for Manny because he's our guy now. So we got to back you know we got to back him up. So I think the team should back him up, and I think the fans should show their support. I, I agree with you, and it'll be very interesting. I think it throws another little monkey wrench into this uh, weekend series against the defending world champions. Ed, to have a great weekend, and always appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Coach. You too. Be well, my friend. Uh, that opens up a line at 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Baseball players are like elephants. They have a long memory. And uh, Adam and I were talking earlier and Adam brought up the point that, remember Hunter Strickland, who was with the Giants so once upon a time, and you know, he was with Seattle, and he's kind of bounced around this year a little bit. But, you know, he was coming out of Bruce Bochy's bullpen. And remember, he went after and got Bryce Harper, and it, it took him a while. He didn't get him right away. It, it took a while, but he got Bryce Harper. Uh, baseball players, uh, they're going to remember, and somewhere along the line they're going to get even. And I'm not sure that Boston feels they've gotten even with Manny Machado. It's one thing taking a guy out uh, at second base. And, you know, again, I stated earlier, I thought he, it was a clean slide. Of course, you know, when I used to play college and uh, semi-pro baseball, we used to throw uh, body blocks into second baseman and shortstop. Now you got to go straight into the bag. But Manny went in, took him out, fair legal play. And, unfortunately, Pedroia got hurt, and he's never been able to respond to that. We're going to step aside. When we come back, uh, Kathy in East County, we'll get to you. We're going to get to some NFL. we got Coach's Corner. we got Bench the Coach coming up. we got an action-packed show. Coach John Katera, thanks so much for joining me. We're going until 3 o'clock in Gwen and Chris today, live from Petco Park. This is 97.3 The Fan.
120 to time on a Friday. I'm all fired up, man. We got a high school football game to call tonight. Uh, life is good. Uh, looking forward to going to the ballpark tomorrow, and uh, hopefully, I'll see a lot of you uh, fans either uh, tonight out at Poway, uh, Granite Hills Poway, and again, uh, radio.com app. You can hear a uh, Braden Suprenant, and yours truly will have the call starting at 7 o'clock, or uh, maybe I'll be walking around the ballpark tomorrow. Looking forward to going to the ballpark tomorrow. And uh, again, uh, remember in the next uh, eh, 15, 20 minutes, uh, be listening for the uh, biggest fan. Also want to remind you today, you can join 97.3 The Fans, Tony Gwynn Jr. and Chris Ello as they broadcast live from the grand opening of Ravino, the foodery, located in Market Street. Boy, I'm hearing good things about this place. On the corner of 9th Avenue in the East Village today from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., you can stop by and say hello before the game and sign up to be the biggest fan to win prizes from 97.3 The Fan. And I'll tell you what, the boys have a great guest today on Friar Friday. I'm jealous. I'm jealous because I really like this kid. I think he's going to be a hell of a ball player. And that's Josh Naylor going to join uh, Gwen and Chris today right about uh, 3.35. We're going to get back to your calls. We're going to get to uh, Coach's Corner after the bottom of the hour. we got Bench the Coach. So if you're out there, want to have an opportunity to win tickets to the Padre-Dodger game on Monday night, think about this, man. We're sitting in America's finest city, this beautiful weather. It's going to be a great weekend. you got the defending world champion Boston Red Sox in town taking on our home ball club. Great test, a great measuring stick for our Padre ball club this weekend. And then you got the Dodgers, the red-hot Los Angeles Dodgers coming to town. And i got to tell you, uh, I, I get goosebumps when I talk about these big market ball clubs coming in because there's a different vibe in the ballpark. It's not like the Seattle Mariners are coming in or the Arizona Diamondbacks or, or one of those ball clubs, the Milwaukee Brewers. You bring the, the Red Sox and the Dodgers to town, totally different vibe. Everybody's fired up. Hey, real quick, and I'm going to get to the phones. Uh, Kathy, hang in there. Eric, hang in just for a minute. A little while ago, we in the first hour, we had uh, Chad Finn, who's a columnist, for the uh, Boston Globe, and I asked him whether or not he thought the Red Sox would go after Manny Machado tonight. Yeah, they uh, they tried a few times back when he was with Baltimore. Uh, such a weird situation because uh, he hit a hard slide into Dustin Pedroia that, you know, a couple of years later uh, clearly has had a huge impact on how Pedroia's career is going to end. He may be done now. It looks like he is, and that Machado slide uh, kind of got the ball rolling in that sense, in, in, in a bad way. So uh, there's some animosity there, but I think it was all taken care of when Machado was still with Baltimore. John Farrell was the Red Sox manager at that point in time, not Alex Cora. Uh, it's sort of been out of sight, out of mind this year, I think, with Machado being in the National League and being with the Dodgers last year. Uh, he's uh, someone who's not very well liked around here, and it might be a little bit different if the series was at Fenway Park. But uh, being out there on the coast, I imagine the, the Red Sox uh, probably have bigger things to deal with right now than worrying about an old fight. That's Chad Finn, uh, columnist for the Boston Globe. Nice enough to join us today on our SDCCU uh, fan hotline. Again, if you'd like to give me your opinion, uh, 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973. And, you know, I want to thank a lot of you out there because, you know, yesterday we had a great show. Uh, and, you know, I got a lot of tweets uh, yesterday, uh, and my uh, my Twitter is at CoachCantera44, at CoachCantera44, uh, or you can always uh, uh, go on the uh, fan uh, Twitter and uh, pass that along. But I, I got some great feedback on the program yesterday, the topics, and I'm sure I'll get uh, plenty today. I will tell you this, 
And this is one of the things I said when Machado signed. Because he's a type of guy, he's not a dirty player. I don't think Manny's a dirty player by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, does he uh, push the envelope? Is he on the borderline sometimes? Absolutely. Now, I know the deal about Aguilar and he ran over a catcher. But, you know, Aguilar, in defense of Machado, and I'm not going to defend that entire action in the playoffs last year because he could have avoided it. But i got to be honest with you, Aguilar, and having been a first baseman, Aguilar took his sweet time getting his foot off the bag, and he had it basically in the middle of the bag. Could Manny have avoided it? Absolutely. Should he have? Yes. But you know what? Aguilar uh, kind of took his sweet time uh, uh, coming off the bag, and Manny was probably frustrated. And You don't want to try to hurt another ball player anytime, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, Manny was wrong. But Aguilar sure uh, took his sweet time uh, coming off the bag. And if you run over a catcher, that's the way the game used to be played, not lo- not any longer. Um, and what you can argue whether that's good or bad. And, and next week, I got some topics I'm going to bring up next week about baseball, about uh, some things that I, I think may happen down the road. Uh, I may not be here to see it, but uh, I've got some interesting thoughts on where baseball's headed and, and some things I'll throw out at some point next week on our uh, talk show. I want to get back to the phones right now. Air, uh, Kathy in East County, thanks for waiting. You're on with Coach John Cantera. How are you doing today, Kathy? I'm good, Coach. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for the call. Super excited. Got our tickets for all three games. Lifelong Red Sox fan. Oh. Um, you're right. You're right. Baseball fans, baseball players, we don't forget. And in Red Sox eyes, Machado will always be dirty. Machado will always have a hand in cutting short Pedroia's career. So there's a part of me that would love to see us throw it him tonight. But our relief pitching is so bad, <laughs> I don't think we can afford to do it. So I'm just hoping there's a lot of booing. God forbid a, a Machado hits a home run. If it does and it comes near me, it's going back on the field. We'll boo him every bat. But if we were a little bit safer in our pitching, maybe we could go at him a little harder tonight. Hey, let me ask you a question, Kathy. Uh, you're going to all yeah. three games. Uh, who you got, Kari Yastrzemski, Jersey, Rico Petroselli, and Carlton Fisk? Actually, I've got McKed Williams. Um, got to give a, a tribute to Poppy with everything that he's gone through this year. Uh-huh. And then uh, Sunday's just going to be a Boston Strong t-shirt. But I'm old school girl. I, I'll take Lynn. I'll take Rice. I'll take Dwight Evans, Stremski, Pesky, any of them. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, you going to be uh, one of those uh, cronies on top of the Red Sox dugout down the third baseline? Oh, I wish I was. I'm going to go early and try and get in on that. We're going to be out a little towards last cheering on Ben Attendee. But, you know, I grew up, my grandfather was a lifelong Red Sox fan. He would take me to Angel Stadium to see them play. He told me about Ted Williams being the best to ever play the game. And living here in San Diego, every time I go to Hoover High School, I got to say a little shout out to Ted. So I'm really, really excited tonight to see him and, and for the weekend. That's great. Uh, you know what? Give me a call early next week and uh, let me know how the experience was and, and what you thought. Will do, Coach. Take care. All right, Kathy. Uh, enjoy the ball game. You know, I, she brought up Hoover High School, and I remember when I was a senior, we played uh, in the Lions tournament at uh, Hoover High School, and what a an honor. I mean, uh, Ted Williams, the same field that Ted Williams played on, and it's called Ted Williams Field to this day. And I, and not only did I get an opportunity to play uh, there as a high school senior, uh, also had the opportunity to coach uh, several games there when I was a high school baseball coach. So uh, good stuff from Kathy. That opens up a line at 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. What I wanted to say about Machado, and this is no disrespect to Manny at all, but, you know, 
Machado's like a, a fly that keeps showing up, keeps showing up. He, he can be an annoying guy sometimes. He's got those mannerisms where he's the man, and you understand that with what he's accomplished in Major League Baseball. And I was saying earlier, you know, when you play against a guy like Machado, he frustrates you and irritates you, and maybe even sometimes when you're a teammate of his, you always have one of those guys on the team. I mean, I had numerous guys like that in my coaching career. But I was surprised, and I and maybe it'll happen tonight, maybe it'll happen tomorrow, maybe it won't happen at all this year. But I thought because of the way Machado was portrayed by a lot of people in baseball, I thought the Padres for sure would be in a bench-clearing brawl this year. And that hasn't happened to this point. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Eric in San Diego, welcome to 97.3 The Fan. Very nice to have you today. Eric, how are you? Doing well, Coach. Thanks for your time. Uh, listen, I, in, in terms of San Diego and just the dynamic, with it being a tourist destination, military town, I think that's where a lot of the fans get a bad rap. Because, you, you know, you'll – and, and football and baseball are very different animals in that if you're a Patriots fan, you're not going to come to San Diego and be a Charger fan. It's just not going to happen. But you could get yourself your, your Red Sox hat and maybe even pick up or your Padre hat, get yourself season tickets even, go to Padre games. But when the Red Sox come to town, you're going to take your Padre hat off and put your Red Sox <laughs> hat on, and that's just the way it goes. Now, for me, being a San Diego native, I can refer to to the, the old San Diego Chargers now as the Carson City Chokers, which is really what they've always been when they were here in San Diego's Chokers, and that will upset a certain segment of the fan base that is still here in San Diego, much more so than than baseball. So just just want to get your your ideas on that. That's that's the way I see it. Just two two completely different animals. Well, I'll tell you, you know, growing up here in San Diego, and Eric, thank you very much for the phone call. Uh, you know, before the Padres became uh, a major league franchise in 1969, my, my dad ran a bar and my uncle ran bars here in San Diego in North County. And they used to run bus trips because they were baseball fans. They used to run bus trips up to Anaheim Stadium. So, you know, really the first major league team I ever followed growing up in Solana Beach was the California Angels. And we used to go up there back in, like, 1966, and I'd get to see Frank Robinson and Brooks Robinson and some of those great Oriole ball clubs, and then we'd go up for the Yankees. I saw an aging Mickey Mantle play for the Yankees. Uh, we'd go up for uh, Boston, see a uh, uh, Carl Yastrzemski, uh, you know, kind of maybe uh, not about in the middle of his career. So we used to go for the big boys. You know, we went for Boston, we went for the Yankees. And we went for the Baltimore Orioles, who were a dynamite ball club back in those days. And, you know, I never remember watching uh, uh, other than those uh, three teams. Those are when we went on the bus trips because that's when people, you know, wanted to get on the bus at the bar and go to the game and, and come back. And, you know, it was a great memory for me. To this day, I pull for the Angels. Uh, and I think you can have a, uh, a National League team and an American League team. And, and to this day, you know, I always pull for the Angels. I, I'm not into it as much uh, since they changed the team colors and, you know, some of the things that have gone on with that organization over the years. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, I certainly understand if you grew up in Chicago and you're living in San Diego and the Cubs come to town, I understand that. I mean, it's hard to take where you grew up out of a, a guy and you know what but i know a lot of people that have moved from other parts of the country and they're diehard padre fans they're diehard padre fans but just like you mentioned 
when their team that they grew up with comes to town, all of a sudden uh, they're a fan of that ball club for three days. So, you know, I, as long as they're coming to the ballpark, that, that's the main thing. We want baseball fans to come to the ballpark. And I want that ballpark filled up because, you know what, the out-of-town money is as good as the in-town money. And I want the Padres to make a lot of money so they can go out and continue to get better and better players. Hey, we got the biggest fan uh, coming up here shortly. We're going to announce that. we got to get to Coach's Corner. we got Bench the Coach. If you want to be the contestant today, you've got an opportunity to win tickets to Monday night's ball game. How about that? Monday night, the Dodgers, the first-place Dodgers, they're going to be in town to take on our Padres. If you want to be the Bench the Coach contestant today, and we normally get a couple of contestants, so don't think uh, if you call in late, you might not be on. Give us a call right now. Get into the rotation at 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We'll step aside. Coming back, we'll get to the coach's corner, bench the coach, and your phone calls. Coach John Cantera going to 3 o'clock today. Thanks for joining me on 97.3 The Fan. Wednesday. One thirty-nine. the time on a Friday. Hope everyone having a great uh, end of the work week and uh, you're looking forward to a big weekend. I've uh, got high school football tonight. I'm going to uh, the Padre game tomorrow and Sunday morning. I'm taking two of my uh, grandchildren down to the racetrack and have breakfast uh, and watch the horses run around the track working out uh, between 7.30 and 9.30. Uh, the track uh, getting ready to close down here, uh, running uh, out of days. They'll be back uh, shortly after that for the uh, fall meet as well, but uh, the kids like going down there, so we're going to do that on Sunday. We're going to get to Coach's Corner here shortly, and we're going to get to bench the coach as well uh, here uh, in a few minutes. But Michael McKay, Michael McKay, today, you're our biggest fan. You have 10 minutes to give us a call back right now at 833-288-0973 to win a pair of tickets to see the Padres host the Dodgers Monday night at Petco Park, plus a special bonus prize this week. We're going to throw in a pair of tickets to see the uh, uh, Oklahoma Sooners take on UCLA at the Rose Bowl on Saturday, September 14th. You'll also be entered to win our grand prize, a road trip to Las Vegas. That including a two-night stay at the newly renovated Flamingo Las Vegas, along with tickets to see Paula Abdul's new show. You can make sure to sign up right now at 97.3thefansd.com slash biggest fan to enter. Man, you call in to Michael McKay, uh, again, uh, 833-288-0973. I, I'm amazed. I mean, that's a trifecta right there. You get Padre Dodger tickets. You get Oklahoma UCLA tickets. Then you get a trip to Vegas to see Paula Abdul. Uh, life is good. Uh, we'll get back to your uh, phone call shortly. At some point, we're going to get to the NFL today. It's been a crazy day, uh, very action-packed uh, a week on the phones with you fans out there. That's why I'm in here uh, 12 to 3, Monday through Friday. But right now, it's time to get to Coach's Corner. Coach Cantera breaks down the biggest stories in the world of sports right now. That was the adult in the gym. In the Coach's Corner on 97.3, a fan. Coach, what's up? How are you today? Uh, doing well, Adam. You're awful busy over there today, man. You're going a mile a minute. Yeah, well, we're getting to this a little bit later because everyone's been wanting to talk about the Red Sox being in town. Let's get to it. Number one. New Dolphins head coach Brian Flores made some waves when he played eight straight Jay-Z songs to begin a practice earlier this week, which many thought was directed directly at Kenny Stills. Yesterday, Flores explained his rationale. You know, after the playlist was done, um, what you guys don't know is, you know, I walked up to Kenny in front of the entire group and said, 
this is a challenge to you to get open, catch the football, and make plays for this team, regardless of what's going on outside of this building. Do you think Flores' challenge will work? I think it was pretty uh, lame, to be honest with you. Uh, why does he even need to bring that up? I mean, that, that was between the owner and the player and a rookie head coach trying to be a big shot. Major, major mistake, I think. Number two. For the first time since video was released of Conor <laughs> McGregor punching an innocent patron at a bar, McGregor discussed the incident yesterday on ESPN, and he apologized for his actions. I mean, in reality, it doesn't matter what happened there. I was in the wrong. That man, that man deserved to enjoy his time in the pub without having, having it to end the way it did. And, and although five months ago it was, and I tried to make amends, and I made amends back then, it's still, the fans don't even, that does not even matter. I, I was in the wrong. McGregor has n has not fought since getting destroyed by Khabib Nurmagomedov and even tweeted that he was retiring earlier this year. McGregor was asked if he's actually retired. Sometimes you just need to take a back step and, you know, but retirement, I don't think I will ever retire from this game, Ariel. Never in my life I will be fighting until the day I go out. After a big loss and with all of his out-of-the-octagon issues, are you still interested in watching Conor McGregor fight? I think, uh, you know, I'm not into that a whole lot, but I did watch that one uh, fight uh, a while back uh, where, uh, you know, everybody was going crazy and jumping out of the ring and going after fans and anybody he could get a hold of. Um, he's an interesting creature, to say the least. But, you know, he, he makes millions of dollars, and he's got a whiskey company. He's making millions of dollars, but unfortunately... This guy cannot keep himself uh, together, and he's paying millions in dollars in lawsuits. So are you interested to watch him in the ring? Uh, if it's a big fight, I'm just not going to watch it because it's him. It has to be somebody that maybe can take him down. Number three. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones continues to impress in the preseason as he went 9 for 11 for 141 yards last night. After the game, Giants head coach Pat Shermer said, quote, Eli's our starter, and we're getting Daniel ready to play. Whatever time we need him to play, he'll be ready. When do you think Daniel Jones will start his first game? Uh, probably the second part of the year. I don't see the Giants being all that great. I will tell you, this kid has actually looked pretty doggone good. This kid, there's not a guy other than maybe Kyler Murray because the Cardinals uh, put the number one tag on him and drafted him. There's not another guy in this draft that's taken more heat and very undeservedly so, I think. I mean, this kid's a talented kid. I, I know what Mayfield said. Dave Gettleman, the general manager, seems like he has to defend this kid on a daily basis. All this guy has done is come in, kept his mouth shut, and worked hard, and he's putting up pretty good uh, preseason numbers. I know it's the preseason, but the kid does have a lot of talent. Number four. Cam Newton got injured in last night's preseason game and left the stadium in a walking boot. The initial diagnosis is a foot sprain, and the team is hopeful he'll be able to start week one. Panther safety Eric Reed, who's a former teammate and supporter of Colin Kaepernick's, suggested that the team should sign Cap if Cam Newton's injury is serious. If Cam Newton has to miss any extended amount of time, do you see the Panthers actually signing Colin Kaepernick? Well, I appreciate Eric Reed uh, sticking up for his old buddy. 
Uh, but no, I don't see uh, Carolina going that direction. Uh, Carolina's got so many problems. You know, we had uh, someone on a week or so ago, and I asked him about Ron Rivera's status. I mean, Ron Rivera is on notice right now because now he's having to not only be the head coach there in Carolina, he's having to be the defensive coordinator because the defense has been so bad. But no, I don't know if Ka- I don't think Kaepernick's ever going to get back in the NFL. And and you know what, the the man stood behind what he believed. He's also had to pay a very hefty price for it. Number five. U.S. women's soccer star Carly Lloyd made waves earlier this week when she successfully kicked a 55-yard field goal while attending Eagles practice. There are plenty of NFL teams looking for reliable kickers, <coughs> bears. <laughs> and during an interview on Planet Football TV, Lloyd was asked if she's been contacted by any NFL teams. There's been some interesting chatter about it. Um, I think anything is possible. Um, it's been, you know, it's been really interesting because for me, I'm, you know, I'm just an athlete. I'm, I'm a competitor. But uh, for so many other people, I think, you know, they're they're starting to think, will there ever be a female in the NFL at some point? Um, you know, and, and I think we're kind of at that crossroads as far as equality and, and you know, uh, just women empowerment. Um, so you're you're kind of being in the, the crosshairs of that. And I've definitely got some inquiries. I've, I've definitely got some people talking. Um, anything's possible, but you know, right now I'm, I'm strictly a soccer player and, uh, we'll see what the future holds. Now we have seen female kickers at the college level. Yep. Should an NFL team sign Carly Lloyd to be their kicker? Uh, well, you know, nothing would ever surprise me. Now, let me say one thing. And first of all, I'm a big fan of Carly Lloyd's. Her soccer career is slowly winding down, uh, uh, with the U S national team. But I watched the tape of that, and, man, she hammered it good. The problem was she took a couple of extra steps, so she'd have to fine-tune her uh, uh, fundamentals a little bit on that. And you mentioned I actually did a college game once upon a time. Rocky Long was the head coach, and Katie Nina was the uh, kicker at New Mexico, and she booted an extra point through there, and uh, she had her uh, uh, moment in the sun, to to say the least. But uh, I could see a a woman getting – uh, definitely uh, by the uh, or signed by the NFL. I could also see uh, girls uh, be regular kickers in the uh, indoor football league as well. And this one is over. That was the coach's corner. Yes, indeed. On 97.3, the fan. Hey, Adam, you ever you ever go out and kick field goals? The kid just kind of goofing around trying to kick or punt. I haven't really tried it. I don't think I'd be very good at it. I, I could never punt. I, I could never punt. I was okay. I, I won the Tom Dempsey kicking contest up at San Diego High School when I was 13 years of age, uh, and I kicked in high school. I actually I wasn't very good, uh, but I did kick the very first extra point in the history of Torrey Pines football, and that was my only extra point. I was one for two. We normally went for two. That tells you how good I was uh, in high school as a kicker. But uh, some good stuff on uh, Coach's Corner today. And, of course, uh, we got the 2 o'clock hour. We're going to get into NFL talk. Uh, we also have uh, Mark Neville, the CEO of the San Diego County Credit Union uh, Holiday Bowl. He'll be stopping by to talk about that new matchup starting a year from now between the ACC and the uh, Pac-12. This will be the final year of the uh, Big Ten and the Pac-12, and it uh, be interesting to see the ACC come in here. But uh, right now, we've got to get to our uh, bench the coach. It's time to test your San Diego sports knowledge and see if you have what it takes to try and bench the coach on 97.3 The Fan. All righty, uh, today uh, once again uh, playing for uh, tickets to the Padre Dodger game. 
on Monday night at 710. Appreciate everyone uh, being a participant. Then we'll get back to your regular phone calls in the uh, third and final hour of the program. Everybody's got a, um, an opinion on Machado and how Boston's going to go at him or not go at him tonight. Coach, today on the line, we've got Eric Rancho Penasquito is going to try and take you down. Hi, Eric. How are you? Happy Friday. You know it. <laughs> yes, I you know it, man. I got you. All right. Talking a little trash there. All right, we've got the Red Sox in town to play the Padres tonight. I've got a list of the top 10 position players as ranked by war in the series. Wins above replacement. In not, the series? In the series. Okay. Not top 10 Padres or top 10 Red Sox. Just the top 10 position players in this series, not counting pitchers. So we're going to go back and forth. Eric, then Coach. Eric, if you can get three of these right before Coach, you get the Padres-Dodgers tickets. You ready for this? Awesome, yeah. All right, you're up. Give me one of the top ten position players as ranked by war in the Padres-Red Sox series. Right now, I would say Rafael Devers. Easy one. Number one in the series, 5.1 war. Oh, I told you, Coach. Well, hey, you're one for one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Xander Bogarts. I have a feeling this one might be a quick one. we got one-to-one here. Okay, okay. How about um, Mookie Betts? What's Mookie Betts' war? He's at 5.0. He's yeah. number two really? in the series. And they're considering him having a down year right now. How about that? Yeah, I think he got off to a slow start, but he's really picked it up of late. Coach, you going to try and tie it up here. Two to one, Eric's in the lead. I'm going to go with a Padre. I'm going to go with Eric Hosmer. Mm. Oh, man. Hosmer not on here. Really? You can win right here, okay, Eric. Okay. Mm, how about uh, J.D. Martinez? J.D. Martinez for the win. Yes. Hey, congratulations, Eric. Nice job, buddy. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Hey, uh, you're going to be going to the ball game on Monday night. You hang on, and uh, we'll get you all your information and let you know uh, how you're going to get those tickets. Hey, I appreciate it, Coach. You're the best, man. Hey, I thanks. love listening to you. Well, thank you. I certainly appreciate that. And if you see me around, make sure you come up and say hi, Eric. That's a wrap. The coach has been benched for now. A 97.3 The Fan. So, Coach, you want to hear some of the other uh, players on this list? Absolutely. So, Fernando Tatis Jr. is the highest-ranked Padre on the list. He's okay, now, the see, series. I was going to go with him, but you said in this series, and he's on the IL right now. Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. That's all right. Even if he'd gotten it right. Sorry, I'm glad Eric's getting won. to go to the ball game. But I think you'll be surprised at the second-highest-ranked Padre. You want to take a guess here? Uh, Tatis is the highest-ranked Padre, 4.2, number three in the series. Uh, let's go. How many games do you have to play to qualify? I'm not sure, but this player has, has played plenty. Uh, Hunter Renfro. You are right. I'm going to give you a little buzzer on that one. And, you know, that surprises me because his runners in scoring position are just dreadful. Now, it's close, but the point is he's he's got a higher war than Manny Machado. Renfro's at 3.1, Machado's at 3.0. Are you really into that uh, war? Do you really think it tells the story? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm smart enough to know how the. Well, you're pretty smart, though. You're but a smart guy. I don't know guy. how it's calculated, but it seems to be the type of stat that takes everything into account and is universally accepted as this is how we measure how good of a player is. So who am I to argue? 
You know, you know, we can sit around here, Adam, because you're really into sports. I mean, you're really into sports, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, the thing that I have a problem, Randy and I, we sit in the press box all the time, and we're talking about, you know, they always talk about the quality start. The quality start is six innings, three runs or less. I mean, six innings and three runs, that's a four-and-a-half ERA. A few years back, the four-and-a-half ERA got you a trip uh, not to the bullpen but down to the minor leagues. Uh, whoever came up with that, was it Bill James that came up with that? I'm not sure who came up with quality start. I mean, I'm still, you know, Brian Kenny, I believe, was kind of the, the, the pioneer, the leader of the charge on the kill the win for pitchers. But, <laughs> you know, you could pitch eight innings, give up one earned run, and get a loss. And then you could pitch five innings and give up six earned runs. But if your team scored enough runs, you get the win. I just, win-loss record for pitchers just does nothing for me. Well, the the thing is, though, there I don't believe there's a pitcher in the Hall of Fame that has a losing record, though. Now, let me ask you this. 30 years from now? We shouldn't even be quoting the stat or keeping track of it, in my opinion. Well, wins or losses? For a pitcher, no. It's meaningless. Well, then how do you gauge them? ERA strictly? ERA, whip, strikeout to walk ratio, strikeouts per, per nine, home runs allowed per nine. There's plenty of great stats out there. You know, I knew some of the new stats. FIP, uh, fielding independent pinching. There's great stats out there. Wins and losses just isn't one of them. Well, what'll be interesting, though, going forward, 30 years from now, and I don't know if I'll be around here in 30 years, but at the end of the day, there could be a pitcher that goes into the Hall of Fame with a losing record. Was it? I think it was Felix Hernandez won the Cy Young, right, with a losing record, and he deserved it that year. No, he, DeGrom, I think he won one more than he 13 lost. 13 and 12? Yeah. DeGrom had a losing record, didn't he? Uh, no, he won one more than he lost last year. Sure about that? Oh, yeah. Check it out. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Hey, when we come back here... In hour number three, we're going to open the phone lines up again. Always love to hear what you fans have to say. If you're going to the ballpark, if you're going to the ballpark tonight, tomorrow, or Sunday, give me a call and tell me what you expect, uh, how the Boston fans are going to react to Manny Machado, a public enemy number one, because he effectively ended the career of their great second baseman, Dustin Pedroia. Uh, They've gotten him, but uh, they, they don't like him. And I'm really anxious to see, when I come in here on Monday, and I'm going to the game tomorrow night, I'm sure it's sold out. Uh, Tonight, I don't know if they've announced a sellout or not, but uh, I'm sure tomorrow night's going to be sold out, and I would imagine Sunday's going to be close to a sellout as well. Uh, In fact, all three games should be sold out with the defending world champion and all the star power. I mean, we talked about it with the war right there. I mean, Xander Bogarts, you got a guy that I like in center field, Jackie Bradley Jr. I know he got off to a a slow start this year with the bat. He started to pick it up a little bit. He's a great uh, defensive outfielder. And then you got uh, J.D. Martinez, who I don't know how much he's going to play in this series because he is a D.H. And he got last year's American League Most Valuable Player in Mookie Betts. Felix Hernandez was 13-12 and 12 his Cy Young award-winning year, and Jacob deGrom last year, 10-9. and 10-9 and nine and won the Cy Young. Isn't that amazing? And he deserved it. He was the best pitcher in the league last well, year. Well, he was very good. I thought Max Scherzer would have gotten a, a little bit more support. Uh, uh, basically, he had 300 strikeouts last year. And how many uh, uh, more wins did Scherzer have than deGrom last year? About eight? I, I think uh, Scherzer had, uh, I think he was an 18-game winner last year. And he had 300 strikeouts. Not too many guys in this day and age. Uh, Scherzer uh, was 18 down, and seven last year. 18 and seven and 300 punchouts. That's a hell of a year. Hell of a year. We're going to get to the top of the hour. When we come back, we'll get into the NFL and we'll get back to your phone calls. How are they going to respond to Petco Park this weekend? The Boston fans to Manny Machado and will the Red Sox headhunt Manny Machado? Coach John Cantera, 
Going to three on 97.3 The Fan. If you know that Joe- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.